potting with your beanie on. This is my podcast beanie, <laughs> so always. <laughs> what special purpose does it serve for potting as opposed to just wearing it because your head? So I actually put this on last night after I'd just shaved mm-hmm. and I had to pull it off because it was way too much. Like I had to take it off the like hair follicles and the scalp being, um, but now that hair has come through, it's my security beanie and I need it for pod. I need it for pod, Caitlin. I would like to ask if there are any uh, trichologists in our uh, listener pool, our audience, if you will, to comment on whether or not what Travis said makes any sense. The part about me needing it for pod or that it like... The hair follicles and the too muchness of your scalp. Like it was like an ovary sensory thing. Ovary sensory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cue theme song. Professional. Travis and Caitlin are unstoppable. Are you going to sing it every time and I have to like remake the theme song every time? Sure. Great. Love that. Welcome back to this podcast. Caitlin and Travis are unstoppable. You keep Travis singing and Travis R and Caitlin R. Travis R and Caitlin R. That's the bit. It's going to be an ongoing bit. <laughs> Welcome back to Travis and Caitlin R. I love that you have a problem with a bit that's ongoing when the entire premise of this podcast is a bit that you won't let go. That's my thing. But I can't have a bit. You, not everyone can have a bit. Right. Welcome back to Caitlin and Travis are Unstoppable. Travis and Caitlin. A podcast about podcasting in society at large. Uh, Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thank How you are you today? Me. I am a little warm. I am not dressed for the weather, but... I think I look cute. So, How do you feel about our first episode and that, like, the podcast has gone live now, it's real, mm-hmm. people have like where people have mentioned it, we're on the tips of everyone's tongue. How do you feel? Uh, well, we got our first official review and I would just like to say that Grant... Unprompted. Grant said it was a lot of fun. Thank you. A lot of fun to listen to. On Apple Podcasts. That's a direct quote. Five and stars from Grant. He didn't give it five stars, did but he did say to, it was a lot of fun. Do we if we do we have to like bleep out brand mention of like Apple Podcasts? No, we're independent. We can do whatever we, we want. Do whatever we want. We're independent. They can't stop us. Until someone gives us money. Dad can't tell me what anything. to do anymore. I'm independent. Yeah. Um so Caitlin. Travis. The other day I I, this episode, it's our second episode, and I know that we shouldn't necessarily get too deep into our um, personal and professional relationship yet. Like, we should leave some... Uh, leave them hanging. We'll leave them hanging, leave them... There's also not that much to it, so we don't But I also think that sunlight is the best medicine for some things. Um, and the other day, the other day, I kind of was offhandedly talking about something, as I am wont to do, Um and in that conversation, I said the word shenanigan. This was happening on corporate Slack again. Corporate Slack. In what is, again, arguably a misuse of company products. Yes. Uh, you said the word shenanigans. I said the word shenanigans. To which you, on corporate Slack, stopped <laughs> me and kind of told me something that blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, and that was... Shenanigoats. Shenanigoats. Hmm. Enough said. 
That, no, not enough said. <laughs> I I think we can just we should just give the listeners a moment to compose themselves after hearing about shenanigans for the first time as well, because you needed a moment. Several. We weren't together weeks. in person when this happened. Obviously, it happened on corporate Slack, so I couldn't see you reacting to the message. Could you give us a replay? I threw. I broke a computer screen. Okay. I threw that against the wall. It seems reasonable. Do you want me to, like, stand up and reenact it? Yeah. Um, no, because no. the cameras won't catch you. No. There was, like, tantrums. Okay. No, there was a moment of me um, in fetal position on the floor. Mm-hmm. And was it just because, like, your worldview had been rocked or were you outraged? Shocked to my core. In a good way or a bad way? Still deciding. Still on okay. the fence about it. Okay. I think it changed the ga- It changed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you say there's a before shenanigans and after shenanigans now is how you will chronicle time? Yes. Of which you have no concept. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the world, the year one mm-hmm. is, is now. where we're in we're year one. In. Yeah, everything else, History. BS. BS. Before, before shenanigans. We need to. So. Let me. T- we open in media res. <laughs> now, this is how I got here. <laughs> So I don't know if I invented the term shenanigans. It might be something that I have absorbed out of my mind. That you stole from someone else. Yeah, but I don't remember what it was. And have now like turned it into Because in my mind, whenever I hear someone say shenanigans, and for as long as I can remember, in my mind, I say shenanigans. But I don't know when I started doing it or why I started doing it or what kind of mental illness it's indicative of. But I do it, and I, for the first time, I articulated it to someone. And then you present that idea as your own. Which is a skill that I learned from you because you do it to me all the time. So I would like to – I think there are so many possibilities when we're talking business ventures for shenanigans. Yeah, you, put, you specifically I had a specific told me one, one that but I would love you to tell the yeah, listeners I think right now. Yeah, I think – I don't want to. I just don't want to be boxed into doing this particular idea. If a better shenanigans iteration comes up, that's what I want to get to. Cool. After this, do you think you have shenanigans ideas? I would like to take your idea, yeah. build on it, okay, then invest. Okay, cool. So, the initial idea for shenanigans is a cafe. Wait, is that not what I pitched? A farm? Yeah. A farm. Did I pitch a farm? You pitched a farm. Okay, see, I told you there's so many ideas. There would be a cafe in the farm, but it's a farm called Shenanigoats. Mm -hmm. It's a goat farm. Natch. And it is an idea that I've stolen from my childhood because where I grew up, there was a place called Blue Gum Farm. It was in a a suburb in Sydney, sort of southwest uh, called it's on the border of Milpera and East Hills. I have no if geographical from, information. That if you're not from the Bankstown area, Bankstown area, you won't know this. But shout out to those of you who the real ones. Will Are know. you about to like shout out to the to the real ones? To yeah. the postcode two two oh oh. Yeah. Um, and you haven't had it on it, don't you? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. And Blue Gum Farm was like a little hobby farm kind of thing where city and suburb kids could go to learn that like milk comes from cows and you could like milk a cow and there was a shed that was full of baby chickens and you could hold a baby chicken and you could ride a little horse and stuff. It was like one of those experiences, right? Yeah, where you suddenly your your world is opened up. Yeah, into- you're like, eggs don't come from the fridge? 
Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, and I can't believe that people go through that <laughs> as a country kid. Yeah, see, we don't have those kinds of experiences growing up in the concrete jungle, New York City. You're from Bankstown. I know. <laughs> um so we go this. We go to Blue Gum Farm. My mum quite famously fell in the pond there once. Blue Gum Farm is no more. I think it's a paintball now. When you say quite famously, <laughs> in my family, right? Yeah. So not like, wasn't in the paper. <laughs> no, it wasn't. woman fell in. It pond. probably should have been, but it's this. It's a contentious point because my mum will blame my brother, but my brother was two at the time. So how liable is he really for the actions of a woman in her thirties? Either way. My mum ended up in the pond. Raise the age. Raise the age. <laughs> if anyone tries to tell us that this podcast isn't doing good hard work, <laughs> that this is a not a doing hard whimsical, lifting. yeah. Um, bleeding heart lefties are always on. We're always on. Anyway, mum never fell stop in the pond. unstopping. Never stop unstopping. Mum fell in the pond. Blue Gun Farm shut down not long after. Are the two incidents related? Who's to say? Now it's a painful. So shenanigans is Blue Gum Farm walked so shenanigans could run, but it's exclusively goats. And I will say alpacas. Because if there are any other farm animals that are as shenanigany as shenanigans, it's, it's alpacas. alpacas. But I we need to it. think of a fun word for alpacas that kind of fits in in there. Like it would be shenanigans and pack packs. No. But you know what I mean. So that's shenanigans. Can I put you down for a million? I think we need to workshop it a bit more. Okay. Because, like, that's shenanigans. And alpacas. Beta version. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. We want shenanigans sigma. Sure. Yeah. I just glazed over in my mind. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to mansplain the new concept of shenanigans. Okay. I think that in Australia... Mm -hmm. So-called Australia, mm -hmm. the continent that we both currently call home. Stolen land. Yeah, that I'm not planning on moving away, so we'll probably forever be called home. Uh, that there are not enough themed restaurants. Oh, yeah. So what I'm thinking is, and, like, now this does open us up to eating goats, but I don't no. think that's what it needs to be. That. I didn't go there at all, mm. frankly, and I think that it's alarming that you did. Travis and Caitlin eat goats. Shenanigans, goats. The themed restaurant. Okay, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yes. So, still on a goat farm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. Renaissance fair, cross goat farm, I cross themed restaurant. There. Yep. So, like, you know how in. And gift shop. And gift shop. You Yes. <laughs> yes, Natch. Because you know one of my greatest loves and goals in life is always is merch. Yeah. So gift shop. So gift shop, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you could have the like shenanigans on a little like thing and you have the goat jumping goat. over the shenan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is <laughs> Well, <laughs> branding. <laughs> You can't shenan twice. You can't shenan, shenan twice. again. Yeah. Yeah. Shenan again. Um, Write that down, Grant. Go. Themed restaurant, mm -hmm. goat farm, mm -hmm. and themed restaurant. Mm -hmm. So kids- No goat on the menu. Kids get to play Eat with the goat. Free. Yep. No. Oh, okay. How are you, like, that is not a good business model. I am model. a philanthropist. For kids eating for free? Yes. 
Kids should eat for free on Thursdays. On Thursdays, once a month at Shenanigans. Goats. Wow, you were a you were a greedy man. So what I think mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. goat farm. Mm-hmm. Kids get to play with the goat. Mm-hmm. Then wander in, wash hands, because necessary. <laughs> God. Yep. Can I take your order? Hi, I am. I have a goat-themed mask on, and I am your waiter. No, terrifying. Absolutely not. But it's a fun goat. No. Rainbow-coloured goat mask. Hat. Hat. With yes. goat horn. Yes. And, yeah, but like goat-shaped hat. Very yes. good. But no Hi. goat eyes. And, and the little name tag that says... Hi, my name is Clarence. I'll be your waiter. Yes. So kind of like a, I want it to be like an Applebee style, like a TGI Friday style Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. themed restaurant Mm -hmm. around goats. Now, the thing about the like Renaissance Fair style part of it Mm -hmm. is during the meal show. Have you ever seen those movies where- Wait, hang on. Was that during the meal show or Mm. during the meal show? During the meal show. No money. Down. You're not investing? (laughs) This is your idea. I'm just perfecting it. No money down. I don't. It's a Simpsons reference. Right. You know, like, that's what I. He had in his business card. He's like, it says no money down. And he's like, oh, no, that's no comma money down. Exclamation mark. You're cutting this out. So, you've probably seen in movies like they go to the medieval Mm -hmm. Renaissance themed restaurant Mm -hmm. and there's like jousting during the meal. (gasps) They ride the goats. They ride the goats. We're getting shut down. Animal cruelty. You can't ride a goat, but you could ride a horse Animatro- in a goat costume. No. <gasps> Animatronics. You're not riding a bull, you're riding a goat. Animatronic goats. Sure. In the center arena around which you eat. Mm-hmm. I want Gladiator style to the death. Yes. And then you eat the Two goat that loses. Men <laughs> no enter no eating the goat. on animatronic goat <laughs> no that goat does. <laughs> Do the goat buck like it's like a bucking bronco? Yes. Mechanical bull goat. Do have to sign a waiver before you enter said goat? Yeah. Ring. (laughs) (laughs) Enter said goat? No. That's a red card. Gift shops. Merch. Yep. Goat hat. Goat hat. Goat hat. Goat tote. Goat tote. I want to step it back a bit. Mm hmm. Mm. The thing about a themed restaurant Mm -hmm. menu. Items. Oh, yeah. Names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk me through some. Goat's milkshake. Mm, gross. Easy. Low-hanging fruit. I feel like unless you're going to make it on goat's milk, which you shouldn't because there will be people who would be like, yuck, that's a bad, that's a bad. Was, so. My milkshake brings all the goats to the yard. I'm down. That's a Kellis and goat themed restaurant. A match made in goatee heaven. Um, this is sidebar kind of conversation, but during the 90s and early 2000s, was there like a goat milk thing in Australia where like people got big on drinking goat milk over cow's milk? Or was that just a me thing? <laughs> I was going to say, why are you asking that like you're not from Australia and you're trying to ascertain? So I feel like my mother, who I grew up, I didn't grow up with uh my father, I grew up with my mom. Um, they split up when I was five. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. It's fine. I feel like my mother went through certain health fads as we were growing up. We grew okay. up on 100 acres out in the country, small town. Mm-hmm. Um, we were 10 minutes out of the small town, which had one petrol station. Mm-hmm. So you had to drive 40 minutes to get to main town. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. my mother mm-hmm. uh would go through certain health fads. Like for a time we didn't use toothpaste and instead we brushed our teeth with 
I want to say bicarb soda mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe charcoal, very like mix. Common. Yeah, very common. Well, no, <laughs> um, charcoal's not good for your teeth, so don't don't do that. Um, but there's a lot of people who are trying, who are part of that sort of like moving away from um, big pharma quote-unquote, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and natural things who don't use toothpaste because of the fluoride and such things, Yeah, um, who you can make your own toothpaste out of black. Yeah, yeah. And my brother and sister and I uh, have a, like, theory that our teeth are bad because of the bicarb mm-hmm. or because of not using toothpaste for extended period of time. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a period where my mother wouldn't eat uh, wheat flour mm-hmm. um, and we had... We had spelt, we had barley, we mm. had barley. No, the that's less of we flowers. had rye. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would like have friends over and we would get pizza bases made with the lesser flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And goat's milk. Not the pizzas were made with goat's milk, but goat's milk was a for a time. Where were you sourcing your goat's milk from? There it was just available in Woolworths. I have since moving away never seen goat's milk in the store hmm. again. Uh, we had pretty different upbringings, so I'll say I may not have been influenced by the same social factors as your families. I think this is going to become an ongoing segment mm. where it's like mm. maybe I blame my mother for this. Yeah. She's not going to like that. No. no. So I can't say. I will say that I don't know anyone else who had a milk, a goat milk thing. But now it's like just soy and almond and oat and... The nut milks. The mm, lesser the milks. milks. Anyway, other themed foods that we can do. I don't think either of us know enough about goats. No. No. They do have those funny, their irises are the wrong, their eyes are the wrong thing. Like they've got long... They're not like black circles. They're like tubes and they're really freaky. That's why I don't want there to be goat masks because they're terrifying. Like I would love to come up with some like horn dog, hot dog. No. No? Well, what's a horn dog, Travis? Fair call. Yeah. I'm going to say I did the heavy lifting on Shanana goats and also my milkshake brings all the goats to the yard. So I'm done with naming things. Okay. Shenanigans goats theme park. Oh, roller coaster. Yeah. And all the little roller carts coaster? are goats. Goat coaster. Roller goater. Kids eat free. Yes. yes. Okay. Do we feel like we got to a punchline with shenanigans goats yet? No. <laughs> There's still more <laughs> milk to milk from this goat. I think that we just need to agree <laughs> when the podcast becomes wildly successful. Yes. Which it will, even though this is only our second episode. I think, I think we're going to get there. We'll look back on this. And regret it. No. <laughs> we will take all of our millions, our earnings from the podcast, and our next venture will be Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Cruise ship. Shenanigans cruise ship. Shenanigans. Shenanigans cruise ship. Shenanigans, the limited Netflix series. This is what I think, though, about the concept of Shenanigans. Mm-hmm. That. I think limiting it to be a goat farm in alpacas is a mistake. Mm-hmm. That shenanigans goats as a concept and brand mm-hmm. identity, mm-hmm. TM, very strong, yeah. um, could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you just, I think we need to come up with a logo and like build it out from there. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then, you know, it could be a toy company, goat themed strip club, or somewhere in between that. I'm going to say. No to the strip club is all. Call me crazy. Noted. I 
have a line that I would like to use to sum up the shenanigans segment. Sure. In a world where you can be anything, be shenanigans. Brackets and alpacas. Yes. New Radiohead album, a goat-shaped pool. <laughs> okay. Hey, Caitlin. Yes. Uh, we have a new segment. We do. Do you want to intro it? It's called So Here's This Thing. It's called Are we? Am I introing it or you? I think we're doing it. We're in it. We're both doing it. We're in the intro we're, to it now. This is the intro. Great. Um, it's called So Here's This Thing. And it's basically show and tell because we miss show and tell. As adults, yeah. Yes. There is not enough opportunities. If there is one thing that I could change <laughs> about the world, it would be more opportunities for show, show and, and or tell. <laughs> Don't quote him on that. I'm one of those people. Like, when you're young, when you're a kid and you get to do show and tell, you're like, Hells yeah, I've got a new, I've got a fucking new exciting thing that I want to tell the class about. Mm. And you like, sometimes sometimes there's those kids that didn't prep at all. They're oh, like, yeah. fuck yeah, I found some lint in my pocket. <laughs> I think I'm one of those people that gets super excited about a new thing or a different thing or an mm. old thing. And I'm mm. like, all right, I'm going on a deep dive into this band that yeah. I'm now going to go through all of their back catalogue and learn everything about them, know who they dated at this time in the 90s. And that is this segment. And I think as well, because one of us is diagnosed neurodivergent and the other one is suspected neurodivergent. Guess who's whomst? We get fizzy about things. Yeah. And so this is an opportunity. It's also joyful just to be like, hey, there's this cool thing I learned. So I'm doing the first here's, so here's this thing. Yeah, it's your turn. And I want to tell you about the glass delusion. I saw this on the show notes mm-hmm. and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you been, so we, I think we naturally do, so here's this thing, yeah. IRL every yeah. other day. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you been holding yeah. back? Yeah. The glass delusion. Yeah. How has that made you feel? Tense. Mm. Mm. Get to let invigorated all of that out right yeah. now. Yeah. Let's go. Because I get to tell you now mm. and Grant, which is more <laughs> unwilling participant. <laughs> I know. Poor Grant. Um, okay. So I listen to this podcast called uh, Noble Blood, which is like a cool, fun history podcast hosted by Dana Schwartz. It's amazing, and it's just like fun stories about historical figures, usually like royals or nobles, you know, like the stories that everyone knows about Henry VIII chopping his wife's heads off. Um, sure. But then also lesser known stories about, you know, less famous royals and stuff. The stories they were that people all, don't already know. Yeah. They were all mental. Mm. There's a lot of inbreeding mm-hmm. and but just murder about part. nothing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So I was listening to, I've been listening to this podcast. Um, It's one of those ones where I've listened to every episode and I just listen to the new episodes as they drop Mm -hmm. each week, right? Listening to it for a while and there's this mental illness known as the glass delusion that comes up a lot. Can I guess what it is? No. Can I try? Sure. Is it a delusion where people think they're trapped in glass box? We're going to cut this whole bit out. You don't get to guess. Like the lady at Circular Key that occasionally (laughs) puts herself in a glass box She has the glass delusion. I have have diagnosed her. It's not a delusion. (laughs) (laughs) She's I've seen her. She's actually in the glass box. So the thing about the glass delusion, it's a psychiatric disorder, massive from the 15th century to the 1400s to the 17th century. Did glass exist then? It appears... As glass is becoming a thing. 
Oh. Right? And experts have decided that there anytime there's like this huge technological advance in a in a time period that a mental disorder will develop where people become obsessed with it or yes. like fixated upon it, right? Yes. And so the Glass is becoming a thing. It's a very valuable commodity. It's being mass produced. Everybody's like, oh my God, glass. They become obsessed with it. This disorder develops the glass illusion. The interesting thing is that it has, it sort of isn't discriminating who it's, who's developing it. It could hit anyone at any time. Anytime. Yeah. But it is very common amongst the European nobility and the royal family. And it is being theorized that it's because of all the inbreeding. That they were more suscept- more susceptible to mental illness because they're. I need what is you it? to explain what it is first, or is that? It is people who are convinced that either they are made of glass, or they have, or parts of them are made of glass, or that they have an object inside of them that is made of glass and could break and could break at any moment. I love it. So there are three really famous people who had it. Does it still happen? No. Oh, I can't get it now. Well, I mean, it would be rare. It seems to be like the most recent kind of account of it mm. seems to be happening in about the late 16, early 1700s. I'm going to be bringing this up with my doctor at some point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, do my I, knee, my do knee. I, do I have it? Do I have the glass thing? I want it. I'm pretty sure <laughs> there's a ball of glass in my knee. So. Don't want to hit it on the table. Three really famous people who had it, okay? So King Charles VI of France, who was king in from 1380 until his death in 1422, right? So a long time ago. Damn, he got through uh, 42 years. He did all right. So he had it. He thought his skeleton, like his bones were made of glass. Entire skeleton. His entire skeleton was made of glass. So he had clothes specially made that were reinforced with iron rods. No one was allowed to touch him or come near him. He had to be given like a metre berth around him. And he conducted most of his business as the king of France Yes, from bed where he would just be piled up with pillows. I have questions. Please. The first of which is, did he fuck? He was married. Did Uh, he? He had children. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight children. My guy is made of glass, but- Eight children. Yep. That's um... <laughs> No. <laughs> he has eight children that are listed on his Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> and then there's just a link that says, among others. What is that? <laughs> because, you know, they were all just doing the dirty on their wives. France. And so they had all these illegitimate children. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he had but a mistress too. Was she the famous mistress? No. No. Before we move on. Yes. Why is there so many royals that all have the same name? It's yes. very confusing. Yes, yes. Like but that's what the number's for. But it do- like it doesn't help. Time. We we yeah. covered this last episode. Yeah. No I concept can, of time. No I know. concept of time. I know. Numbers. I know. Sequential. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Don't remember what number next to what person's name no. and where that fits in. And they were all doing the same fucking shit. Like, if it's a French king, they were probably at war with England. And so if their at name is Charles point. at war with England, it's like, well, which one of them? Mm. Glass delusion. He was is suspected to have been the first ever case. Oh. He's at least the first reported. But this, okay, so I'm seeing what happens because this is a, like, known thing as well is that. Ah, People get excited about the nobility and their shit. It was kept a secret. Quite famously, 
King Charles VI of France was mad in a few different ways and he would have these periods of lucidity where he was like fine and he was fucking and having his kids and running the country and doing all the things he was supposed to and then he would go bonkers and for a long time his mother kept it a secret even his wife didn't know they would like shut him away and no one was allowed to see him dude was wearing steel clothes yep and then he would like and then eventually his wife found out and then she was the one who was tasked with you know handling him and then he when he you know they had there was all of this drama around a regency having so like someone having to be like a fake king so that no one like he was still the king but they needed someone to make decisions so that the, no one else in the world would find out that Francis King was mad and come and invade them while they you know like all of this politicking and stuff so no one knew so it wasn't this like weird mass hysteria it probably was down the line but it wasn't like oh the king thinks she's made of glass i'm also made of glass but that happened with um like another king who had a assist oh um, so there's this like cyst that you these cysts that you can get yeah uh, that go from the inside to the outside and create like a hole through you oh uh, and a king famously got one yeah and everyone was like I want fucking one of those <laughs> I'm gonna get one too I want a hole in my body why yeah 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 we'll delve into that later okay um, so the second one Tchaikovsky the famous composer. Famous song guy. Yeah, famous music guy. Tchaikovsky. Uh, apparently believed that his head would fall off if he didn't hold it because his glass, his neck was made of glass, but only while he was conducting, not in any other circumstances. His neck would just... So he had glass neck, but for a limited time only, glass neck. So when people saw him conducting, he would conduct like this. You can't see me, but I have my <laughs> head in can, my chin. I can see you. Yeah, and I'm conducting. He's just like waiting. Um, and then he wouldn't Sorry, he, famous composer. Tchaikovsky. Apparently was, got over it. I should hope point. so. Yeah. This seems like a like, this. you know what it was? Mm. This was like he was doing a bit to get famous. Well, like, that is the controversy is that people mm, are like, he definitely, like there's a, no way he had it. He just didn't want to conduct because he was No, no, no. He wanted to conduct. This was, um, I am presuming mm-hmm. or assuming, I can never tell which one is which. Mm-hmm. This was in his, this one was up and coming composer. And he's like, you know what? This is going to be my gimmick. I'm mm-hmm. going to be like, I mean, like one, he's like got his headphone on actually listening to the click track. In the 19th and century. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's composing with one hand. Not composing, conducting. Conducting. Mm. Same same diff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. things, but yep. It seems that maybe he had just crippling stage fright. And so as a way of getting out of it, having to, to perform and people seeing him nervous, he made up this thing. Stranger, yep. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Okay. Lesser people this have is, done more. The more. third person is my personal favourite. Mm. She's not that famous. She's just known as... Princess Alexandra of Bavaria. Not famous, just princess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she was quite beautiful according to the painting of her on Wikipedia. Anyway, my favourite, the reason it's my favourite is, is... Sorry, is that your assessment of assessment. the painting? Not my the assessment. painting told you that. No. She's quite beautiful according <laughs> the to the painting. painting told me. Her delusion was that as a child she had accidentally swallowed a grand piano made of glass. And it lived inside of her. I have heard about this. Mm. And it just stayed there. And she was worried that at any moment the grand piano would shatter. Small grand piano. No, and full-size grand piano. (laughs) (laughs) And it would puncture her organs. How 
where did she think she was keeping it? <laughs> in her, inside of her. <laughs> I think you could tell. But also, don't you think you would remember swallowing a, a piano made of glass? She did remember. Yeah, but like, wouldn't you remember not think, being able to do it? I think that it's not like taking a before you remember. Like, mm. like even if you did remember, mm, you're mm. like. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh my god! I remember that time I swallowed a grand pyramid in a glass, <laughs> and then I would look down at my abdomen mm-hmm. and be like, actually, we're Pro- good. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think we're good we're here. We're cool. Yeah. 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 No um, peony in this booty, <laughs> grand or otherwise, glass or otherwise. Um, no, she um, until her death laboured under this delusion that um, at any moment she would shatter. Does, does it say what is was on her gravestone anywhere? Because I would... Let's have a look. Like, was she into music? Like, where... I'm, it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just going to read mean, her Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, Wikipedia <laughs> verbatim. Notwithstanding her literary accomplishments, which we haven't covered because boring, Alexandra suffered from a number of psychological eccentricities including a fixation with cleanliness as well as wearing only white clothes. However, immediately to the right of this paragraph where apparently she only wore white clothes is a photograph of her in black. So photograph or painting? An actual photograph. She oh. died in 1875, so it's an old, mm. an old photo. In her early 20s, and she notably developed a delusion that as a child she had swallowed a grand piano made of glass, which remained inside of her. This delusion was the subject of a 2010 BBC Radio 3 program called The Glass Piano. Mm. And you thought she was a hottie? Well, a noted beauty. Here you go. As a girl, her portrait, that one, was painted by this guy, whose name I can't pronounce, for the Gallery of Beauties. This has become a history podcast. I know. And I'm very excited by that because <laughs> it's, like, more fun now for me because, uh, like, we're just doing random history. <laughs> I know. I feel like we got, we've got we gotten really off the tone of the mm. rest of the podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening to episode two. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening to episode two. Thank you for listening to episode two. I hope you enjoyed the glass delusion and don't develop it. Um, and if you do... There's, I assume they came up with a fix for it. Yeah. We don't, we didn't delve into that side it's of the history. just go into your kitchen, get a glass out of the cupboard and stare at it until you realise that you, that it doesn't make sense. You're, You're cured. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. And if you think about the piano thing, remember my advice, just check the abdomen. Check your abdomen. Travis and Caitlin are Unstoppable is a weekly podcast independently produced by Travis DeVries and Caitlin K. Smith. You can follow us on all the cool social media at our handle, UnstoppablePod. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email hello at unstoppablepod.com or you can play the notes C, G, A minor and then F in that order on an old brass trumpet and we will hear you and come running. We'll walk. I'll run. You'll catch up. <laughs> Huge thanks to both of us for the use of our theme song, Travis and Caitlin are unstoppable. And thanks to Aves with their track, Funny Thing About Love, for the instrumentation that we use to help accompany that. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening, unless you're listening on a seashell, because then you'd only be hearing the sound of the sea. Hit the bell or follow icon to make sure that you get notified when we drop a new episode. <laughs> And remember, never stop believing that you're unstoppable. And you can be sure there's no cause and no cure.
been watching us podcast <gasps> thank you for not telling me that before 